You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Amen, 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 and amen. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Lifeline broadcast. I am Apostle Shirley Jones, the senior pastor of Rehoboth Family Life Center and the host of this broadcast. Thank you for joining me tonight. To God be all the glory. To God be all the glory. Well, as always, I am just so honored and glad to be a part of this network when Christians speak talk radio network. You know, this network is doing the work of kingdom building throughout the world, and we are in such a time where the gospel must be preached to give hope and encouragement. I pray that the work of this network goes even further in doing kingdom building in 2022 and beyond. To God be the glory, amen, and amen, and amen. Well, before I get into the the message for tonight, I'd like to extend an invitation to everyone. Join us on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Rehoboth Family Life Center worship service. We are back in the building, and Sunday service message is posted later on Facebook and YouTube. The month of July, the messages were geared to the house, so posting will begin again this coming Sunday. Share the message with family and friends. This is such an awesome, awesome time to evangelize and share the good news of the gospel. Also join us for our Bible study, which is Tuesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zoom audio. This year we're doing something different. The theme is exploring the Bible. We're actually going from Genesis to Revelation. And you can go to our church Facebook page to get information to connect with us for Tuesday night. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open this up in prayer, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into the teaching for tonight. So, Father God, I just bless you, God, and I honor you, Lord God. I pray, even now in the name of Jesus, that, God, that you would give your people a listening ear, that, Father God, that we just not just be hearers, but we shall be doers as well. I pray that, God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I pray that, God, that you would bless these, your people. I pray meet every need that they may have, and, God, and let them know that everything going to be all right because of you and you alone. So we bless you tonight. I pray that blessings will be upon this word. I speak not out of my intellect, but I speak what thus says the Lord tonight. And I bless you forward, God, because I know that it's you, because it's always you. It's always you that blesses and, and gives and delivers and sets free. And for that, my Lord, I am grateful tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Well, the title of my message tonight is is Mindset. Mindset. Uh, Got the opportunity to deliver this this series of teachings uh, in the month of July at Rehoboth, and it was really such a blessing, and I was just so so grateful to God for taking time with us and allowing us to learn some things about ourselves and allowing things to be moved and allowing us to be strengthened and fortified. So I just want to share uh, some portions of the series that was taught in the month of July. I'm going to uh, share a little bit of that on tonight. Mindset, mindset. You know, we serve such a an awesome God, you know, that he loves us, and he wants and he sets before us the best of him that we may become the best of us that he has purposed before the beginning of time. Now, let's think about this for a minute, y'all. We have, we have all experienced things over the last two full years, and now we're into the third year of situations and circumstances that we have never experienced before and even imagined that we would, especially living here in the United States. COVID-19 virus thrust us into unfamiliar territory and took us out of our comfort zones, and we had the feeling of the unknown in so many situations. You know, the kids came home. They had to do virtual learning, jobs, send people home to do telework. We wrestled with whether we would get the virus and survive. 
We saw our new people who died, jobs were lost, and so many other things happened. Life all around us changed very abruptly, and there is still so much that has changed and still changed and may be forever changed. Now, what we knew as normal may never be the same, and it forced us to adapt to new ways of living. And these times and changes have caused us to really look at and examine where our mindset is on life. Come on, let us be honest. It has not always been easy. Even now, the virus is still here and circulating. Prices on everything is increasing. There's racism, gun violence, and laws for more than the government, and the list goes on. Struggles are real, but Father God wants us all to be in the mindset of victory, and we're going to be more than, than everything is going to be all right, even when it don't feel like it's going to be all right. But he wants us to know that everything's going to be all right. So let's just put a definition on the word mindset. Mindset is an established set of attitudes, social or cultural values, the outlook, the philosophy or values of a person. It's a frame of mind. It's a disposition. In other words, how do you feel and what do you think? You know, that, that, that is so important of how we feel and what we think. And a lot of times what we feel and what we think is predicated on things that don't necessarily line up with the will of God. It doesn't necessarily line up with the word of God. It doesn't line up with the promises of God. There's just so many things that, that we, have, we have grabbed hold, a hold to that has shaped how we live our lives and what we think. Because what you think is what you're going to do. What you think, now hear me now, what we think is what we do. What we think will play out in action. So it's so important, and I am so grateful to God that he has taken time even with us tonight to let us know that our mindset has to be, be, be uh, what's the word, uh, has to be shaped and molded according to what the word says and according to the truth of the matter. Now, now. When we think about mindset, remember I said that there's a lot of truth and there's a lot of untruth, you know, and that's the premise of our mindset. Whether it's truth or untruth, whatever we, we have grabbed hold to, that, that is what we're going to operate out of. But over in John, John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15, it says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away, for if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet so many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it when he... The spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show you things that are to come. All things that the Father have are mine, shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. Now right here, Jesus is saying that it's expedient that I go away. He said, because when I go away, I'm going to send back my spirit, and my spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, is going to lead you into all truth. So if he's telling us that, that, that he's got to go, he's got to send back his spirit to, to lead us in all truth, that tells me is that there is a lot of untruth that we have to be unraveled from, and the Holy Spirit comes to tell us the truth of the matter. That's why it's so important that we have a relationship with God that we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us so that he can tell us the truth of the matter. There's so many things in our lives that, that we think are true, and they're really not true. They're not according to the promises of God. They're not true according to the will of God. But God wants the best for us. So he says, i got to unravel some untruths and give you the truth of the matter in every situation in your life. John 8. Chapter John 8, 32 says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Oh, glory to God. 
says that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So that tells me if we're walking around and we're operating untruth, that tells me that we're not walking in freedom and liberty, but we're walking in, in a balanced state, and we don't even know it because we have taken it to be the truth. But if you don't know, you don't know. But that's why I'm so grateful to God that, that, that he has sent Jesus, and Jesus has now sent the Holy Spirit to unravel the untruth and tell us the truth of the matter in every area of our lives. Now, one of the things that keeps us from recognizing or realizing the truth are distractions. Distractions. Now, distractions, let's, let me define that. Distractions is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. Extreme aggravation of the mind or emotion. It takes us off course. It either prevents us from experiencing something God has for us or puts us in the wrong position. Distraction, distraction. So many things are jockeying and jockeying. You know, it's funny when I use this at, at church, you know, I, I don't know how, how many of you actually go to the Urban Dictionary. The Urban Dictionary, they just, they just keep it real. And, and if you look at the word jockeying in the Urban Dictionary, it says means, it means to steal or to try to take from our attention. Or distractions. Distractions come to just to do that. It takes us off course. It, 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 so in order to, to be freed of distractions, we need to prioritize as not to get burnt out, to get frustrated, depressed, and just stop doing any of it, which in turn makes it even worse. Hear me now. Distractions. Now, distractions come in so many ways. People can distract you. Drama. Hear me now. Drama. People will bring their drama to distract us. Certain things will come to distract us. The enemy will put things to distract us. Families will distract us, especially people that are close to us, and they, they may be going through something, and they come and they, they, they tell us what they're going through. And a lot of times it's a distraction because I have learned that regardless of what comes my way, that it's not bigger than the God that I serve. So if, if, if I just take it on and I hold that thing, I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to get depressed. I'm going to stop doing what I need to do. So we have, we have got to learn to prioritize things. Everything don't need to be done right now. Everything don't need to be done today. But what is God saying? That's why in the morning it's so good to just to give your day back to God and say, God, I thank you for my morning. Hallelujah. God, I thank you that you've given me this day. Now show me, Lord God. What do I need to do in this day? I ask that you would lead and you would guide me, God. You would order my steps so that I'm not trying to do this over here that maybe don't need to be done today. Maybe I need to be doing this. But, but it's so easy to get distracted and get off course, and that's what the enemy wants us. He wants us to get off course, not to be on the course that God would have us in so that we can be a blessing. So how do we stay mindful, y'all? How do we stay mindful and how do we stay focused? Well, Isaiah, thy will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Oh, hallelujah. In Philippians 4, 7 and 8 says, And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, hear me now, oh, glory, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, oh, glory. Think on these things. These things are going to keep us in perfect peace if we have and keep our minds stayed on him. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, All the promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. And Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. 
can be held in perfect peace and, and, and we can trust him and believe him and we're not distracted, we don't lose our focus, and that is so important in 2022 and going forward. I just believe that we're in a dispensation of time where, where God is about to do some great, great earth things upon the earth, but we've got to be in position to be able to hear him, to be able to move when he says move, to be able to, to, to keep our minds free of, of, of trauma and drama and, and all those things that come. And But if we think about God and, and how great he is, it helps us to keep our minds stayed on him. Well, one of the things that we also can do when we think about keeping our minds in a, in a, in a place where we're, we're, we're not being tossed to and fro, if we understand that we got the victory, oh, glory, that we have the victory. We have the victory regardless of how long it's been, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of how bad it looks, that we have the victory. So one of, one of the things that helps us is, it, is we, if we could just think about the places and things that God brought us out of and he brought us through on both sides of the cross, on that side and this side. Think about it. What what has God already done for you? What are some of the places that he's brought you out of? Well, guess what? There's even more for you even now. He is the same God that, that was there that delivered you the last time. Oh, hallelujah. He was the same God that kept back the enemy's hand off of your life and your family's life. He is the same God. And so, so, so if we think about all that he's done in the past, he's the same God. His love for us doesn't change. His power and his provisions don't change. So, so I can begin to say, regardless what comes, I can say, but I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my daddy loves me. I, I, I know that he's, and I know that he's merciful, and I know that he's kind, and because of that, my mind, my mind stays on him. Over in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21 to 26, it says, this I recall to my mind. Hear me now. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Hallelujah. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. He says that I, when I recall to my mind, when I remind myself of all the things that God has done for me, I can, I can now say, but he's the same God. And if he did it then, he'll do it again. And this, this, this is where, where David was when he found himself going through some things and he began to, sometimes you got to talk to your own stuff. You may not be able to get the pastor. You may not be able to get your prayer partner. You may not get your mama or whoever that you call for assurance. You may not be able to get nobody. But, but one thing you can remember, but I can call on the name of Jesus. I can, I can talk to myself and remind myself. See, this is where David found himself at. This is Psalm 42. I love Psalm 42. He says, and as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee. Oh, God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, ha, yea, God, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thy disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember, oh, hallelujah, thee from the land of Jordan and the Hermonites, from the hill Mizar, deep calls unto deep at the noise of thy water sprout. 
All thy ways and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, thy enemies reproach me. While they say daily unto me, where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why are thy disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For he is the help of my conscience and my God. See, that's where David was. David said, Saul, what's wrong with you? Why are you sad today, Saul? Don't you remember when Saul was trying to kill you and God kept you? Don't you remember all the wars that, that God caused you to win? Don't you remember, Saul? So he had to talk to himself and remind himself. And so sometimes we got to remind ourselves, recall to your mind the things that God has done for you. He's the same God. He hasn't forgotten you. And I want to I want to speak that to somebody on the line this morning, this, this evening, that God hasn't forgotten you. He knows where you are. He sees your plight. He sees your struggles. But God says, I have you. If I had you the last time, what makes you think I only got you now? Oh, I have you now, and I'm going to bring you through to the other side. You know, one of, one of, one of the main reasons why we have to have a clear mind and our mindset must be in a certain place is because God wants us to be co-laborers with him, co-laborers with him. You know, and that's an honor. God don't need us. He's God. He don't, he don't need us, but he has designed life that he wants us to be able to work in the earth, to be his eyes and his hands and his feet upon the earth, that we can speak life, that somebody's life can change. First Corinthians 3 and 9 says, for we are laborers together with God. We are laborers together with God. You know, there, there are times that we are waiting for God to move, to work it out, while God is waiting for us to do the necessary things, the strategic part that he has given us. Through the Bible, we see where God used mankind. He equipped mankind, and he brought mankind in on his workings upon the earth. Well, that still has not changed. What is your part of deliverance in your own struggles and situations and even others? Ask God and obey explicitly what he has told you to do. We're saying, I'm just waiting on God, but God said, but I'm waiting on you to take up the banner. I'm waiting on you to do the things that I've already given you to do. Now, I, I talk, we've been talking about this at church. I know for me, one of the things that God is constantly telling me, Shirley, drink the water. Shirley, drink the water. Shirley, drink the water. Drink the water. He's not telling me that I got to do all this miraculous stuff. He said, drink the water. Drink the water so that your body can respond to what it needs to respond to. There's things that God has told us. What are you doing with the things that God has already told you? God said, I can't even move you forward in other things if you're not obeying what I've already given you. God wants us to be co-laborers with him. So there's a part for you to do. Whatever he's told you to do, pick up your banner and do what he's asked you to do. Look at this, Noah. God could have just built the ark. Come on now. But he called Noah to build the ark. Joseph. Joseph went through. He came through, and he was put in position to save his family. Mary, she birthed the Christ. Come on now. Joshua, he took the people into the promised land. Esther, she went to the king, and she declared, if I perish, I perish. But she was not just a queen, but she was a deliverer for her people. And Jesus. He brought about salvation. Come on now. God is always using people to be able to move upon the earth. Well, guess what? That, that talks about you and me. So we've got to get into a place that our minds are in the right place so that we can hear and that we can be co-laborers with God to make a difference upon the earth. Oh, glory to God. So what happens when, when we're not in the right place and, and things come to plague us? I was I was sharing with the church. I was I was just sitting one night 
and I, I, I just began to hear God talk to me about the word depression, depression. And, and he began to dissect it. I saw this. He began to dissect the word depression. And he said the D, the D-E part of depression. And the D-E means to, to get off and to move from. And then if you take the word press, press means to move or cause to move into a position of contact with something by exerting continuous physical force to move forward, flat in shape or smooth. In other words, depression. D means to get off or from, and press means to move forward. So he says that when depression sets in, it causes us not to be able to move forward. And 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 let me say this: I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this right here. When we think about depression, I want everybody to understand that it is okay to seek out help, be it a licensed therapist or a medical person. Sometimes we need to be able to talk it out and through freely, and there are times it can be a chemical imbalance that needs to be diagnosed and treated. The remedies are for now, and you still love God. Life happens, and there are times we find ourselves unable to push forward. Do not suffer. Stop living. You have no motivation or even living recklessly, trying to mask how you really feel in silence. And, you know, especially in the black community, let me say this, in the black community, I think we're getting a little better now because I'm hearing more and more people that are starting to, to talk to a licensed therapist or going to the doctors to see whether there is a license, there is a chemical imbalance. But for years, we wouldn't even talk about, you know, and, and it was not that it wasn't there. It was there. But, you know, we would say, you know, Uncle Joe, you know, Uncle Joe, he's just strange. Uncle Joe is always there like that. No. Uncle Joe might have some situations that was going on with him, and we never identified them. But now we can put some some arms and legs to some situations. So it's okay to go talk to somebody. You can talk to your pastor. You can talk to a licensed therapist. You can talk to somebody that's versed. I I was sharing with the church that Pastor Irma and I, we actually took a, a course. It was a mental health course. And it was like about 32, 32 modules. You had to, you had to do one module, and then you had to take a test on that module before you can move forward to the next module. And it was, it was intense. It was intense. But we were able to complete uh, uh, the course, and, and so now we, we are certified mental health coaches. I'm not a mental health therapist, but we, we have learned some things as being a coach. So it's so important in the church, y'all. Let's not just live in silence dealing with depression on our own because you can't. And you can't. But it's okay to talk to somebody about it so that you can move forward and go forward into the things that God has called for you to do. Another thing that that help, help that happens to us sometimes is we we lose hope. We lose hope and and that is such an area of feeling hopelessness. It's the feeling of despair or lack of hope that life can feel and get better than it does. So when we feel this way, it's because sometimes because of things that happened, it didn't go the way we wanted it to go, look how long it's been, will it, will it ever change to the life of the enemy? Because the, the enemy keeps telling us things like, you know, it ain't going to never change. You know, it's going to always be like this. And that causes us to lose our focus, and we slowly stop doing things that we need to do, like prayer, reading the Word, and fellowship. The thing that, that helps us, we stop doing them because we start to feel hopeless. But I want to speak to that tonight as one of the things is our mindset, that, that if you're feeling hopeless tonight, I want to encourage you that God loves you. And that, that this too shall pass, whatever you're going through. It's not bigger than the God that you serve, that he is an awesome God, and he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think, that we don't have to feel like in despair. We don't have to feel like this thing is never going to change. And trust me, I've been there. You know, when things like took for look like a long time, and I'm like, I don't know if this thing will ever change, but then I had to. I had to get like David and say, so, come on now. Come on, girl. What's wrong with you? You know what God has done in your life from a child. 
how God kept you when the enemy was trying to off you. So if you're on the, on, on the broadcast tonight and you're feeling that way, feeling Jeremiah 29, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Oh, glory to God. He says that, that he, he loves us and he has thoughts of peace towards us and not of evil to give us an expected end. And how many of us know that whatever God said is going to be, it's going to be. Ain't no demon in hell going to be able to stop what God has promised for your life. He said there is an expected end. And with that expected end, God has already put things in position for you to be able to be what he's called you to be. You are not in a hopeless situation. It may not pan out like you thought, but I'm a believer that, that when, I, when, I, when it don't pan out like I thought, it always pans out better. Oh, glory, to the point that I can say, but God, I thank you. That God, I thought I wanted that. And I thought it was supposed to be like that. But, but, but God, you said no. And, and God, I, I didn't understand why you said no. And I really wanted that to happen. But now, God, that, 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 that I've, I've grown and, and, and I'm moving forward, and, and now I have intercepted my expected end. I have, I have intercepted the thing that you really had for me. So I speak that to somebody on this line tonight. You, don't be hopeless. God has something for you, and it's going to come to pass. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, There have no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But for with a temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. God knows what you're going through, but God said, I will give you a road of escape. I will show you how to get out of that situation. I will show you that it's not going to overtake you, that I have you, and I am going to bring you out. Philippians 4, 19 and 20. But my God, oh, hallelujah, so supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, 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 yea, God, now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I'm speaking to that hope, that hopelessness that you have tonight. But God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He will come see about you. Oh, I've, I've had situations where I didn't know how I was going to feed my babies. I didn't know how, where our next meal was coming from. But before I knew it, God had somebody knocking on my door saying that they were in prayer and God said to come over and bless me. The times that I even was going to be about to go and lose my home and somebody called me and said, I was in prayer and God said that I needed to give you X amount of dollars. And it was the exact amount of money that I needed. Oh, come on now. Don't tell me what God won't do. God is going to take care of you. And if it doesn't work out the way that you think it's going to, it's because God has something better for you. When I've had God tell me no, when he said no, and, and, and then, then when I look back in retrospect, that, that the no actually was setting me up for a blessing. Sometimes God will shut the door so he can get you into another door, because sometimes we won't leave the place that we need to leave. So sometimes God got to allow it to fall through. He allows it to, for you to lose it. He allows for, for it not to provide for you. He can move in the place in which he has for you. Deuteronomy 31, 8 says, And the Lord, he is, he is he that does go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee, neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Oh, hallelujah. I'm speaking hope to somebody tonight. Be thou not dismayed. God has already gone before you. He knows you and knows you, and he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. God knew the situation that you would find yourself in, but God said, but am I not bigger than that situation? Am I not able? Excuse me. Am I not able to bring you through? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thy not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. 
Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will hold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 38 to 39. For I am persuaded. Oh, hallelujah. See, this is a, this is a, this is the place we got to get to, y'all. We got to be persuaded. We can't just talk it, but we got to be persuaded that I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We got to get to the place, y'all, where we are persuaded. Come hell or high water, hook or crook, I'm going to believe God. I don't understand where I'm at. I may not understand how this is going to work out, but, God, I'm persuaded. Oh, hallelujah, that nothing will separate me from you. Nothing will stop you from blessing me and bring it to pass what you say that you're going to bring to pass. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. Come on now. Come on. Somebody needs to just to say that to themselves tonight. I am persuaded. Say it out loud and y'all walk through the house. I am persuaded. I am persuaded that God is who he say he is. I am persuaded that he is almighty. I, I am persuaded that he's got me and I don't need to be dismay or afraid because he has me. I am persuaded that this too shall pass. I am persuaded that the promises of God are yea and amen. I am persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this is the word that he gave me to give to the church that I'm going to give to you guys tonight. He says, do not fret or be dismayed that I have already worked it out in your favor from the beginning of time. Trust me and see it to be so. Just like I raised up Esther to be in the place for deliverance of her people before the beginning of time, I knew that she would be raised by her cousin Mordecai and that Queen Vashti was a placeholder until Esther was raised up and would be among the woman, women folk to be selected to not only be the next queen, but a deliverer. I knew the heart and mind of Haman and his fears and his insecurities and his plan to have the Jews destroyed. I knew when it was going to happen, and I had a plan already crafted, which was, and then I knew she would be selected. I can turn the heart of even the king and anybody else if need be. Not only she would be selected, but I placed inside of her would be pleasing to the king, and she would have his heart, and she would have his ear at the appointed time. He says, just like that, just like that, know that I know everything about you and your life. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, even when she was told the plot by her cousin, what Haman had devised, and she had to go to the king, and without being called, she could have lost her life. She sought me out, and she gave instructions for her folks to fast and gave her the strength within her to declare, if I perish, I perish, but I'm going to see the king. He said, just like I was with her. Hallelujah. He says, I am with you, and I will do the same for you. And we know how the story went, that Esther goes to the king, and she got the king's ear, because now she's not just a queen, but she's a deliverer. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Yeah, so, so, so what is God calling you to be? You know, you want this and you want that. He said, but I'm looking for more. I'm looking for more out of your life. I want you to be a co-labor with you, with me. I want you to be where you can speak the word of life to somebody. Hey, you can call the dead thing to come alive. You, you can call sickness to back up off of somebody. Come on now. God is looking for us to do great things upon the earth. But our mind's got to be in the right place. And we know how it went. Esther talks to the king, and, and she's got the king to proclaim uh, an ordinance in the land. So whatever Haman had said about the Jews, it, it didn't come to naught. And now the Jews were, were given the command to destroy anybody that came up against them. And Haman, the same gallows that he built for Mordecai, and he was able to now, they hung him and his ten sons on the same gallows. Because why? Esther was able to deliver the word to the king that God had already crafted in her belly before the beginning of time. Hallelujah. He said, 
I have not forgotten you or the ones attached to your life that you are standing for. A plan of deliverance has already been divinely mapped out, and it shall shall come to pass to give you the victory and bring you into a wide place. He said, no weapon, no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper because I am bigger than anything or anyone, and nothing can stop the plan I have for your life. No one or nothing except you. Hear me now. No one or nothing except you. Do not stop trusting me or staying ever before me. The same gallows that, that, that he, Haman, did, had built for Mordecai, it was used to hang him and his ten sons. Know that I am your God and you are my people. I love you with an everlasting love, and I declare, I want you to declare like the Shudamine woman, it is well now. Oh, hallelujah out of what looked like the execution of my people, turned into them being set free and celebrating and rejoicing. I will and I am doing the same for you. Nothing too big or long for me. My plans are already written and it shall come to pass. Rejoice and be glad in it, my dear beloved children. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, glory, hallelujah. We don't have to worry, and, and, and we don't have to fret that we have hope for today and evermore, and know that it was so. Know that it's so, that whatever God has promised you, whatever God said, that it shall come to pass, it's going to come to pass. You don't have to be weary. You don't have to, to be, be, be anxious and, and, and worried about this and worry about that. But God's promises, he said that no weapon formed against you to prosper that God has already worked out a way for you to come out of that and to be all that he's called you to be. God is saying even tonight that he wants us to depend on him, depend on him, not on ourselves. You know, we ain't that smart. We ain't that cute. We don't know that. that we don't know it like God knows it. He wants us to depend on him because that's where our rest comes in, depending on him. From example, I was I was I was in my house. I think it was one day last week, and there was an outage in my neighborhood from from Verizon. <laughs> there was no I had no cable, I had no internet, or and I didn't have a a landline. And the next day, I still didn't have any service. But I found out that the outage was fixed and was showing that I had no power going to the circuit box that was located in the garage. I went down to the garage, I checked the breaker box, all the switches were in the right place, but the Verizon box had no light blinking at the place that I was looking. The tech person that I called directed me to switch on the wall. He directed me to the switch that was on the wall that I had to push a button, and then the panel of lights on another location started blinking, and then it stayed on. So it wasn't even where I was looking. I was looking one place. I knew it was no power not by, by what it was really was showing, but where I thought it should be, which was not even a place. So he told me to push the button in. So what happened was when we had the outage, it threw off the box, and it didn't reset itself. So I had to go down and push the button. And when I pushed the button, the lights on the panel began to blink. And he says, okay, what do you have? I said, well, they're blinking green and red, and finally they were all were green, not in the place that I looked but in the place where the, the lights were actually at. And he says, okay, check to make sure that you still have cable now, you have your phone. So I used my cell phone. I was able to, to get on the Wi-Fi, and I said, yeah, I'm good now. And, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, he said, you knew when you went down and you looked, and you looked at the box, and you, and you saw that there was no light. Although you were looking in the wrong place, you knew that there was no power going to the light, to the box. He said, but it wasn't until you talked to somebody, oh, hear me now, it wasn't until you talked to somebody how it was supposed to operate that you were able to get the power back into your house. He said, just like we with him, if we depend on him, oh, glory, the one who is versed, hear me now, this is good. He said, just like you, you, you depend on me. He said, if you depend on me, I am versed in every situation. I am versed in every 
come to me, he said, I'll be able to show you what to do in every given situation. And he says, and sometimes it's an easy fix because it's easy for me. Oh, glory. Just like all I had to do was go in the garage and, and, and push the button in on the wall, and I had the power that went back to the box so that I could have my services restored. It was a quick fix, but I didn't know that until I talked to somebody that was versed, a tech person that knew how the operation was supposed to go. And so he said, he said, just like I am versed in every situation, there's nothing that you encounter that I that I don't know about. There's nothing that you encounter that's bigger than me. He said, so when you depend on me, he said, you don't have to worry and you don't have to fret and you don't have to wondering how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen. He said, because you don't understand it because you, you have not been wired. Oh, hallelujah. You have not been wired to work out your situations. You have not been wired to be able to know what to do. He said, but I know all things. He said, so if, when you're depending on me, regardless of what it looked like, regardless of how long it's, it's been, he said, there is an easy fix that I can give you in that situation. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I just began to dance around the house after that when I said, God, I thank you. I thank you. You know, because we we, we think like Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Now, we always say that I can do all things through Christ, but we forget which part it says, which strengthens me. And in myself, I can't do all things. I don't know enough. I ain't that smart. But I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. My dependency has got to be on God. It has to be on him so that he can show me great and mighty things. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The truth of the matter, y'all, God is getting us in a position that, that, that we can hear and, and, and we can be and we can understand some things that he's calling for our lives. So, so one of the things I want to even say tonight is that I pray that the chatter, hear me now, I pray that the chatter, chatter is the foolishness enemy and our own fears and our insecurities that are in our mind, that it will be turned off and only the truth of all matters will be your mindset. Amen and amen. Oh, hallelujah. I've got to say that one again, y'all, because I was just blessed when he began to speak to me about that. The chatter, the chatter, the chatter is the things that, that we think about. We think about it ain't even the truth of the matter. The, the chatter is fears. Well, what if this happened and what if that happens and what if I don't give this and, and, and what if they say this and what if they do this and, and, and look what happened the last time and, and they said that it probably will happen again. And then the enemy gets in and he begins to say stuff and we begin to listen. It's chatter. It's chatter. We've got to get to the place that the chatter stops because the chatter is nothing but foolish words and purposelessly way that the enemy comes. Our own fears, our own insecurity, those that chatter, it begins to tell us that you're not good enough. You're not, you don't know enough. And, and why would God choose you? And, and why would this happen to you? And you're not going to get the job. And you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to buy the house. And, and you're not going to be able to work in the ministry. And you're not going to get married. And you're not going to have children. And, and, and nobody's going to like you. I mean, chatter. That's all it is, is chatter. But I pray tonight that the chatter, oh, glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, the chatter that comes from the enemy and our own fears and insecurities in our minds would be turned off. I speak that tonight, that the chatter would stop. It would be turned off. And only the truth of all matters will be your mindset, amen and amen, that the thing that you hear is the voice of the Holy Spirit that says that, that I am more than a conqueror. Oh, I shall be all that God has called me to be. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am heirs to God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. I am not the, the tail, but I am the head, and I, I am not, not beneath, but I am above, and I'm all that God has called me to be. I am the apple of his eye. 
and the promises on my life are yea and amen, shall be all that he's caused me to be, and, and nothing will hinder the work of life of, of God upon my life. Yes, come on. We got we to gotta turn the chatter off. Chatter off. Let the chatter be stopped. And only the truth of the matter. Get into the word. What does the word say? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, I am. I have the mind of Christ. My mind is clear. My mind is pure. I'm thinking on those things that are pure. Those things are lovely. That they shall keep me in perfect peace. That I am delivered. Oh, hallelujah. That I shall walk in the things of God. The banner of love waves over my head. That the blood of Jesus covers me. That I shall be all that he's called me to be. My, my children are delivered. My children are saved. My grandchildren are saved. I shall be all. I shall walk in purpose and destiny. I shall be all that he's called me to be. I shall speak words of life. I shall speak words of deliverance. I shall be all that he's called me to be. Oh, hallelujah. Chatter. We're going to shut the chatter off. And the only thing that you hear in your mind will be the things that God says is true. The truth of the matter shall be in your mindset. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Lord God, we just thank you tonight. And we bless you, God. And we honor you, Lord God. And we give you praise and we give you thanksgiving, God. We thank you, God, for a mindset, God, that stayed on you, Lord God. We thank you, God, for moving the obstacles out of the way, God. We thank you, oh, God, that we can proclaim, God, that you are God and there's nobody like you. And, God, that we can proclaim and stand on your word, God. Oh, God, that you would never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us, God. And you would always be there bringing us out of every situation. Oh, God, we thank you that we're not hopeless. Oh, God, we're not hopeless, but we are victorious. Oh, we are, we are your daughters and your sons tonight, Lord God. We thank you for a mind that stayed on you, Lord God. God, we thank you. Oh, God, that the truth of the matter, God, is what we'll believe and we'll think upon, God. Oh, God, in every untruth, God, will be unraveled from us even now the more. So, God, we thank you. God, we bless you and we honor you in Jesus' name, that we shall be co-laborers with you, Lord God, that whatever our assignment is upon the earth, that, God, that we'll sit before you, Lord God, oh, God, and allow you to endow us, God, with the anointing and the power and the authority, God, to be all that you called us to be before the beginning of time. So, God, we thank you tonight. God, and we bless you. God, and we honor you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I am persuaded that I am who you say I am. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the people tonight, oh God, that they will know, God, that they are who you say that they are, that they are persuaded tonight. They are persuaded, Lord God. And the chatter, I declare that the chatter shall stop, and only the truth of the matter will be in their mindset from this day forward. Thank you, Lord God. Help us to Help us to guard our minds, Lord God. Help us to guard our eyes and our ears, Lord God, that we will not become contaminated, God, with the things of the earth, oh God, but only what you say shall be. So we bless you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 I bless the Lord tonight, for he is worthy to be praised in Jesus' name. And if you are on the line with me tonight, the broadcast with me, and you have never asked Jesus Christ to come into your heart so that you 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 can be all that he's called you to be, then guess what? Tonight you have that opportunity. That opportunity will lead you in the truth. That opportunity will help the chatter stop. That opportunity. So if you're on the line with me, I just need you to to pray this with me, that, that, that God, I, I, I ask for forgiveness. I acknowledge that I am a sinner, but I ask tonight that you would forgive me, that you would forgive me and that my life will change. I believe Jesus died for me, and because of that, my life can be different. So I pray now that my life will change, that my mindset will change, and I'll get a chance to be what you called me to be. I thank you in advance. I bless you in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, if you surrender tonight and, and you've asked God to now be the orchestrator of your life, 
uh, I ask that you would just contact me. You can contact me and you can reach me at Apostle S. Jones at RehobothSLC.org and let me know so I can send you some additional information to help you on your new journey. And I'm excited for you, hallelujah, that you can be a better a better mother, a better woman, a better father, and, and a better husband, and a better friend, and just that you can be a co-laborer with God upon the earth. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. I've enjoyed myself this night. <laughs> thank you for joining me tonight, and join again uh, next, well, next, next month is actually, I believe it's Labor Day Monday, so we won't be live. We will still be uh, probably, we may do a repeat of the, the tonight's message, and then we'll come again live in October. Uh, but you can still listen. Uh, matter of fact, this is being recorded. If you want to share the message, uh, I believe within the next hour or so, that you could go into the website and uh, pull it up, and yeah, you can share it with other folks as well. So I pray. I pray that the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. And be blessed. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. This is just a reminder. Kiss Abound and Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Pastor Pat Randall is every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray is the first, the second, and the fourth Fridays at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life with Pastor Ray is the first and the third Sundays at 7 p.m. Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows. Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones is every first Monday at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Norena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Adoration with Evangelist Louis McIlwain is every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage Takeover, the Body of One with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson is every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. Hour three, real life, real men, real talk with Ray Rose, Antonio Mitchell, Tyrone Rose, Clea Fuss Malone, and Esther Green is every second Sunday at 7 p.m. Our weekly prayer is called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call number. The number is 712-770-5505. The SS code is 732-4. Amen. Also, I want to remind you of Matters of the Heart Singles Ministry broadcast. We broadcast every third Friday at 7 p.m. Our hosts are Renee Malone, Ray Rose, Hope Williams, Robert Waring, Maggie Wilson, and Felicia Shears. We're excited about this group of people. Our singles coming together and speak and say what God says the Lord. We also have the more newest broadcast called Spiritual Nuggets of Truth and everybody else on the second and the fourth Monday of the month at 8pm is led by Minister Carmen A. Booker and we appreciate her coming on and being new to the family Amen. We want to encourage you to go and check out our website of When Christmas Speak Talk Radio and on that you can find a little bit more about the different hosts and a little bit more about uh, what we got going on, some of the previous broadcasts and platforms that you use also, you will be able, if you would like to sow a seed or a donation into the ministry, you can do that now by clicking on Donate Now. I thank you for your time, and again, I thank you for listening to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. God bless you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.